Hello, Herkimer County. This is Michelle Hummel with the Herkimer County Chamber of Commerce. I'm here with Dave Warner, our producer. Hello. Hi, good morning. Dave. Or no, we're eh, afternoon. We're early aren't we? afternoon yeah, now. Yeah, early afternoon. All right. Good yeah. to see you as always. Been a long day already. <laughs> I know, right? It's been a <laughs> yeah. long week. We're, yeah. we're halfway there. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to start this week with talking about Patty Jean's Restaurant, who's also a chamber member, and they are. If, if you're familiar with them, they did have a fire not too long ago. It was about maybe a year, year and a half ago. That's when they were in a different location. They right? were. Yeah. 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 So they rebuilt in Newport, yeah. and many people know them for their breakfast. They're wonderful. I've been there. I, if you haven't had a chance. You should get there. They're at 8318 State Route 28 in Newport. And I I can't say enough good things, to be honest with you. The pies. You have got to try the pies. They're amazing. Um, They look incredible for those people who are watching. They are. Those things look like they're about eight inches deep. They are beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, they're absolutely amazing. And just the pie menu is almost as large as the regular menu. (laughs) I mean, they've got vanilla cream, coconut cream, chocolate, four berry pie. I've never heard of that, but I'm sure that it's wonderful. Raspberry, strawberry rhubarb, blackberry, and just so many more. So if if you get a chance, get out there. They're open. um, They're closed Monday and Tuesdays, but they're open six to two on Wednesday and Thursday. So you can get breakfast or lunch. And then on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they're also open from 6 a.m. to 1130 a.m. So great place to stop. And I also want to mention that they do catering. Um, they've got their facility is large enough to hold small events. Um, you know, if you're having a baby shower or something, don't forget to give them a call and try to look at their space. And we're going to be holding a ribbon cutting there too. It's going to be on July 21st and it will follow with a business after hours from 5 to 7 p.m. So stay tuned for more information on that. But I, I just wanted to make sure that nice. we talked about Patty Jeans. Get out there if you can. Yeah, the place looks great. It does. Yes. I mean, did they build that from scratch? They they did. There's yeah. actually pictures. If you go onto their Facebook, you'll see photos of their whole entire building constructive. Oh, it's nice. a construction. It's very, very impressive. And their phone number is 315-845-8877. If you want to order one of those pies, you can do it before Thursday and you'll get it the following week. Mm. So... That said, pie. good thing we've already had lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you can never get enough pie. You, you can't. You <laughs> no. can't. Um, so actually, before I got here, I, I was talking with the uh, fire chief from Herkimer. Um, his name is Mike Moody. And we were talking about what happened in Herkimer a few weeks ago. There on Main Street, everybody knows there was a fire, a tragic fire. Luckily, no one was injured. Um, so some folks are wondering what's going on there. The, the road is still closed. And... The, you know, when is it going to reopen? How long is this going to take? Is this just going to be another Main Street issue? So yeah. I know those questions have come up. So, you know me, I got to call the guy. It was a real pain <laughs> to actually get over to the DMV. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, you, you got to gotta... go all down further and come back. And yeah. Well, there's good news. So oh. there is some some movement on that front. There's more to it than I ever would have dreamed, though. Um, so next week, we're hoping that construction will start or, you know, demolition will start, I will say. Because it's privately owned, they actually have to go and get permission through the Supreme Court to take down the building. That has to happen first. So there are all these hoops that the fire department needs to to put in check before they can actually begin anything. Mm. And they have to get permits through the, the DOL, the Department of Health, the DEC, the DOT. I mean, every, <laughs> every acronym you can think of, they actually have to go and get permits to have this done. And they, they can't open the road back up until at least a third story is 
taken down because it's it's not stable. And obviously that would be a terrible thing if it were to come well, down. Well, it looks like it's tall enough. I think they're thinking the debris would be into the street. Kind yes, of thing. it so, possibly. Yeah. So you want to keep everybody safe and, yeah. and we're thankful for that. But the good news is they're hoping to begin demolition next week sometime, as long as all of these permits and things go into, into play and, and get done. So just wanted to give you an update on that, which is also a very good segue, speaking of Herkimer and Main Street. Uh, today, our guest is is Chris Cochran from Cochran Advisors. Hi, Chris. Hi, great to be here. I'm glad to have you here. So who's Chris Cochran? Well, I, I will tell you, he um, is a consultant that's been hired by the village of Herkimer, and I'm going to let you actually tell us a little bit more about it. Folks that I know have heard of Launch Herkimer. I've been trying to talk about it, get people to attend the event that's going to be taking place, but I will let you sure. explain a little bit more about what you're doing. Sure. I'll give you kind of a background, if that would be helpful, uh, of how we got here. The uh, county of Herkimer... Um, was approached by the Community Foundation uh, several years ago. Now, one of the roles of the Community Foundation of Herkimer and Oneida County is to convene leaders and get them to move um, in a forward direction for their community. And they did that with the County of Herkimer, and they started working on a, a vision plan for the um, for the county. And they brought in a, an independent consultant who came in, and, and one of the recommendations from that consultant was uh, that the village, uh, villages in Herkimer County should be doing something similar for their villages. And so they finished that plan up. Well, they started the plan, and then this little thing called COVID happened. And so mm. what was supposed to be a 12-month plan turned Minor into a... Minor thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be a 12-month plan turned into a 24-month project. Uh, they just finished up and released the report uh, in uh, early May is when they released that report. So the village uh, was also contacted by the Community Foundation and said, hey, we think you should do something similar. And at that time, the foundation reached out to me and said, hey, would you be interested in helping out Herkimer? And I said, 100% yes, uh, partially because my wife is originally from Herkimer. Um, and we have been, I, when I... I met my wife when we were 15, and they had only moved from Herkimer a year and a half before I met them. And her, she has four brothers and sisters, and so I heard all these magical stories about this cute little village in upstate New York called Herkimer. Uh, and when I picture it, what I've always pictured until I came here the first time five years ago was, uh, I always pictured like anything you've seen on um, Stranger Things. That's what I, rem I was reminded of when I thought about this. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Mayberry. You know, <laughs> I was like Stranger well, Things. Well, not okay, quite right. Mayberry, but you know, a little more like you because know, they were from the '80s, right? And so right, I was like, oh. Right. And then I got here for the first time, and I'm like, this is very different than the set of Stranger Things. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> and we don't have any of those underlying no, no <laughs> issues monsters. either, as far as that <laughs> <No> goes. <monsters. laughs> uh, so uh, we we did some uh, talking with both the uh, the mayor of Herkimer and Mayor Nettie. Uh, and the village council, and uh, we started our our work here in May. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, what, what were some of your findings? So, it was about the about the village. So, part of what we're here to do is figure out a what are some what is an an industry of excellence that the village could focus on. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I'm a strong proponent of is a lot of villages, especially the size of Herkimer, uh, around the country, have bought into this theory that they should be diversifying their economy, uh, which is great um, if you have a diversified 
leadership base who can actually lead in a bunch of various areas. But a lot of counties, towns, villages that are smaller don't have the economic base to actually diversify. So what they end up doing in their quote unquote diversification process is they don't do anything well. And it's not to say that anyone's doing anything poorly. It's just they never get great at one thing. And so right. when you think of a Saratoga Springs, there's a theme there around Saratoga Springs and you go, oh, well, that's the racetrack town. It's where all the rich people go and they do their shopping on the weekends. And there's very much a theme there. And they do it really, really well. Uh, Cooperstown's another great example of baseball, mm -hmm. USA. And, and you can go to like Boulder, Colorado, it has a theme. And there's all these towns have these themes and they do one thing really well. Um, Herkimer needs to, in, in my opinion, really focus on doing one certain thing really well. It can do other things later too, but it should do one thing really well first. So part of our goal is what is that one area that we can focus on? Uh, what do the people of Herkimer want that to be? Because if they're not bought in, if the average person isn't bought in, it doesn't really matter if, if the mayor and the city council are running around saying, we're going to do this. If nobody else buys in, it's not an actual theme. Um, and then secondly, what can we do to fund that transition, uh, which is where the partnership with the Community Foundation comes in? Uh, how do we figure out what we're going to do 10 years, 20 years from now as a village? And how are we going to fund that to get us there? Uh, and can we get normal average people involved in the process? Great. Well, I, I welcome that personally. I'm a firm believer and you can't be an expert in everything. It's good to know certain things, but you, you need to have one area that you can really excel at. Um, I know retail is a huge issue right. in Herkimer. You can't, uh, you know, it used to be you could run to Herb Phillipson's even if you needed to. I can't tell you how many times I stopped there on my way to a golf tournament or something where I right. just needed a new golf shirt or something on the way real quick or um, socks, anything. But socks. <laughs> golf socks, they're important. Oh, yeah, okay. you want them to, You yeah. want them to match your outfit if possible. But <laughs> That's the first thing I think about. I'm sure that it is. <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> but just for an example, yeah. though, I, you know, so we have no place so we're, other than, you know, Walmart right. that we could go to, you know, buy a bathing suit or buy a, a new pair of shoes, right? anything like that. Well, and I think if you're going to focus on an area of excellence, it needs to be exponential in growth possibility. So a good example is, let's take retail for example. Um, Retail is great if all you want is mom and pop shops, but if you want to empower an entire village to be able to be prosperous, they need to be able to do more than a lifestyle company. So retail is great, but what if, um, I, I was talking to a business owner um, yesterday whose business really thrives around being able to document the sustainability of their product that it came from a place that was sustainable, that it was actually like created in a way that didn't harm anybody, those kind of things. And I, and I actually asked her, I said, what if we could team you up with a company that would verify that on, on the blockchain? You could have NFTs for every single product you sell that's a certificate of authenticity that's on the blockchain that would forever be attached to this physical product. And, and in fact, now you have an NFT of that product as well. So as a person purchasing that, you have the opportunity to buy, sell, or trade that certificate of authenticity with this product. Uh, that's, and, and tell people what NFTs are. I was just going to A lot of people are thing. not going to know what it's, that is. And it's, it's, it's called an, it's a non-fungible token, but in its simplest terms, it's a contract that anyone can see on the internet. And so it's just everybody has access to it. So it's 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 literally like if you bought a pair of Michael Jordan's shoes and you got a certificate of authenticity, mm -hmm. imagine that only everybody with the same certificates everywhere in the world could all look it up. And so if you had the ability to do that with, you know, with diamonds and with like precious metals, those kind of things, there's a lot of uh, bad things that happen with those things. So if you could show that you had this authenticity piece to it and it was sustainable and how it was created and all those things, you actually create this longer term, um, very 
verifiable process by which people could know this is a genuine article from this place mm-hmm. and here's how it was created. The company, right now, there's not a lot of companies that would do that. So that company could be created right here in Herkimer and Herkimer could be the center of verifying precious stones or verifying precious metals or verifying the sustainability of where your zinc came from. And you should be able to actually, as a consumer, be able, and this is, I know this is way out there, but as a consumer, I should be able to buy an iPhone and see these are the countries that the, the, um, products in this came from. And here's how I know that, that nobody was harmed in the making of this product. And when you start thinking that through, that's, amazing. that's an exponential growth, te- you know, technique. That's more than just, oh, hey, we could, um, you know, create some new, like, hardware store or some new bathing suit store, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. It becomes bigger and more influential in the world than just a single area. That That's a really good point. I'm glad that you made that, you know, that would probably go for sports memorabilia, all, all kinds of things. Would you, would you, is that... Yeah, you could do that for anything that you need to track. So uh, one of the areas that NFTs are actually being used in right now uh, is tracking and using the blockchain to track produce. So oftentimes when there's a recall on produce because there was an E. coli outbreak or something like that, they literally have to go through sometimes physical paperwork to figure out where that came from. Where if it was all on the blockchain, we, you and I could look it up instantly and, and know where it came from, even if it's like some big giant multinational, you know, Dole is the one in charge mm-hmm. of it. We could still look that up because it's publicly available to anybody. I've always wondered too, going to the grocery store, how do I know that's organic other than the fact the label says so? Right. Well, and, and even as an, a kind of a different example, um, let's say a bread store opens up on Main Street in Herkimer and it becomes well known as the best bread store in all of central New York. And everyone goes, this guy makes bread or this woman makes bread better than this is the most unique, amazing bread ever. And I live in Wisconsin and I want this famous bread from Herkimer is it's not going to package well and it's not going to ship well. However, somebody who figures out how to package and ship that in a way that it comes fresh and you have the same quality in your house, that's a whole nother side of retail, right? So that packaging becomes, and you can build an entire company out of sustainable packaging, creative packaging, packaging for like baked goods. Like what if you wanted to start a cupcake company and ship your cupcakes around the world? Right now that would be pretty tough to do and get them there in one piece, though they weren't destroyed. I, I think he's missing the obvious. It should have been cheese instead of bread, right? <laughs> we love think? cheese. Herkimer cheese. We, well, we love yeah. bread, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get there. Uh, We've got Heidelberg. So but when I talk That's about true. like a single industry of excellence, it's taking that industry, the small industry, and ex- expanding it and blowing it up into what are all the components. And then how do you, you know, team up with the with the community college to create micro um, certifications around those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And how do you team up with the high school to get kids excited about it? Science fairs get involved in it and those, and really creating, taking that industry that seems like a, Oh, that's cute. You're going to make a cute little shopping town and turning it into something that's transforming an entire industry, uh, including what is the retail experience? Like what is the buying? Like, why isn't there a company out of Herkimer competing with the fraction uh, frictionless shopping from Amazon where you can walk into a store, grab something, walk out and never have to touch anything or, talk to anybody. I, that, those are the kind of things that I might say the future of an industry. We're talking bigger than mm-hmm. just, uh, hey, let's put some cool shops on Main Street. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. So yeah. th- that's that's wonderful. But here's the question is, who do you get to, you know, so we need to have somebody come into the area or a member of our current community that says, I, you know, I want to, I want to open this business. Well, it's how do we recruit that? Yeah, I think it starts with, um, creating opportunity for people to start those companies. Uh, you know, the chamber is a great p- opportunity for that as well. People get involved in the chamber. Uh, they're having ideas, storming, brainstorming. You guys, we were talking today about how you guys have these brainstorming sessions and idea mm-hmm. sessions together. Uh, that's a great place to start too. But the other one is having a regular cadence with people where they can actually know 
if I want to get, let's, I have a crazy idea. Where can I go in town to actually get that creative idea off the ground? There needs to be a central place or a central person that becomes the focus of that in Mm -hmm. a village. Uh, And so that's part of the process of what we would be putting together with this project is who's the person that, that everybody knows I want to start a company in the village of Herkimer. Where do I go? Well, the chamber offers these services. These people offer these services, but start here at this one person who's running around town going, guys, let's make a new place to live. Uh, <laughs> and, and they become kind of the, the champion of the village as far as the economy goes. So this idea is, is much larger scale than we've thought of in the past. And I, I can tell you, that's why I ask these types of questions, yeah. because I know if I'm thinking them, somebody mm-hmm. else is too. Right, absolutely. <laughs> right? So um, actually- The other part of that too that I wanted to throw out is I, I'm a firm believer that anytime you get a village or a city above uh, 5,000 people, Probably everything that you need is in the village. Mm-hmm. Like there, yeah. we, there's an old, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the old, um, there's a big, a famous speech given by a philanthropist called We Live in an Acre of Diamonds. And, and, the, and the premise behind We Live in an Acre of Diamonds is this allegory that he tells about a guy who wants to be a diamond miner. And he literally lives in an acre of diamonds, but he goes off to seek his fortune around the world, not knowing that there's an acre of diamonds in his backyard. <laughs> what? He didn't look in Herkimer or Little Falls? Come on. What's wrong but, with this guy? And, and Herkimer literally lives in an acre of diamonds, yes. right? Uh, but figuratively lives in an acre of diamonds as well. So if you needed an advanced manufacturing a question answered, there's somebody in Herkimer who knows the answer to that. If you needed computer programming, there's someone in Herkimer that knows the answer to that. There's someone who has the skills to actually do those things, both of those things in Herkimer. So when you start thinking those things through, you say, well, who would we bring in? I don't think there's anybody you need to bring in mm-hmm. other it's than just, maybe somebody like me to light it, ignite a spark and go, okay, go. Uh, you don't, there, everything you need in Herkimer is already here. And that is something the chamber does on a much smaller scale, of course, but we, we do try to put members in touch with other members. Right. So if I hear so-and-so needs, you know, help with IT services, well, we have a chamber member for that, and we try to introduce them, make sure they get into the same room. So, right. it, But this is a, a much larger scale that you're referring to, and I, I think it's it's got legs for sure. Well, that's good to hear. But on that note, actually, we're going to need to break for just one moment, awesome. and we will be right back with more information about Launch Harkimer. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at mybunfalls.com. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with... Chris Cochran, and we're talking about the whole process, and there's going to be an event coming up we're going to get to, but it's about Launch Herkimer, and Launch Herkimer is a movement, really. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a point in time where we're going to see transition, and I want to talk to Chris about next steps. So we've heard some of your great ideas. L- let everyone know how they can participate in this. Right. So part of what we're going to be doing is I'm, I'm a firm believer that if it doesn't cost you something, you don't value it. 
So we're just going to charge it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was like, where is this coming from? So part of this process is going to be getting as many people from the community involved as possible, not just business owners or political leaders, but actual regular human beings who say, I want to participate in the reformation of, of Herkimer. Uh, so we're starting with a big kickoff uh, tomorrow night, which won't be like a typical uh, town hall that you've been to in the past. Uh, it's not a government function. And it's going to be Thursday night at... Uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Uh, okay. at the old Mungers building right. uh, in downtown. And just come to look at the Mungers building. If nothing else, come on, folks. Yeah, we yeah. want to see that. Actually, we'll get to that <laughs> because one of the things that a lot of people don't know is there's still a, a two-story opera house yes. on Main Street, and it's connected to the Mungers building, and the gentleman who owns the Mungers building, Joe Chalele, actually owns the opera house as well, and he'll be giving tours. That's oh, If nothing else, nice. yes. and that opera house up until the 50s, every famous opera singer in the world was in and out of that opera it's house. It's amazing to me. I've actually taken a tour and it is phenomenal. It, it is something to see. And I, I try to put my arms around it and think, well, how could this have been packed one day, you know, one of those right. days? But so go ahead. So, I, and I we'll do more of these events <laughs> in the future. But the purpose of this one uh, coming up tomorrow night at 7 p.m. is really to get people to understand that there is a possibility of doing something different. Uh, there's a possibility for everybody to be involved in the process. And this doesn't have to be political. It doesn't have to be anything other than citizens going, I want to change Herkimer. How do I get involved? Well, I'm going to give you a way to get involved. I'll share tomorrow night how you can get involved. I'll share every and everything from people who want to be on fund help with fundraising to reimagining what Main Street could look like to people who just go, I'll pick up garbage. I don't know. Just tell me where to work. Uh, there will be something for everybody to do in order to do that. And part of that's going to be let's work on together imagining what that industry of excellence is going to be. Maybe it is retail. Maybe it's, I don't know, hair. It could be a, like a billion different industries. Uh, but let's figure out what's an authentic thing that the people of Herkimer go. Just like Cooperstown, they look at and go, well, of course we're Baseball USA. Herkimer needs to be something USA. And tomorrow night, we'll hear about how you can get involved. We'll hear from some local leaders about why it's important that everybody get involved and the roles that different organizations uh, will, can play in that. Uh, and at the end of the day, night, we're going to actually walk Main Street together and reimagine what if uh, Main Street was different. Because, And the reason that we're going to do that on Main Street is because Unlike any other village or city that I've worked in in the past, and I've worked in a bunch around the country, uh, as those three blocks of Main Street go, so goes the rest of the village. Mm -hmm. And it's part of the psyche and it's part of the, the mental health of the village. And so if we can actually start looking at that as a the epicenter of change within the village, it will all start to change because people's mentality will start to right. change. Right. So this this is not just about, hey, how can we bring back Main Street? Correct. And I, I want to stress that as well because I've heard that in many other communities too. And I always say you, you can't bring it back. We're not going to be the 1950s. We need to find tomorrow. We have to see what the future of this is. And right. this is a great event. I, I am very excited. I will be in attendance. I live in Ilium, but I support Herkimer wholeheartedly. Oh, that's awesome. So the chamber does too. I can speak on behalf half of the chamber. <laughs> well, and the one last thing we probably should talk about is uh, the financing for this. Uh, we have part of the process in this is creating and applying for what's called the DRI, which is a downtown revitalization initiative. The state of New York uh, gives away money every year to a different community, uh, up to $10 million actually, to revitalize uh, their uh, specific geographic section of their town, village, or city. Um, last year, um, Little Falls won the DRI. Mm -hmm. uh, there are now close to $20 million in projects. You're probably more familiar with this than I am, Dave, as to the exact numbers, but there's what, close to $20 million in projects? There's more than that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it, one of the requirements was initially you had to identify 30, 40, $50 million yeah. worth of potential. 
And then they kind of, you get a local planning committee together yes. and they, they wean that down a little bit to 15 to 18 million, say. And then the state comes in and says, okay, of those that you've presented to us, here's what we really like, what right. we want to see move forward. So it's everybody involved, the community, the state. You know, everybody. right. And if, and if it's not the DRI, there's other programs. New York just this year announced New York Forward, which is a smaller uh, amount of money, but it's basically for smaller communities. Right. And those That's kind for of things. villages. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so and and so we're part of what the community foundation's role in this is they want to help us figure out what's the funding technique so that we can go after this money and really jumpstart this. Uh, my role is how do we get everybody involved in that process? A and B, how do we figure out long term what that looks like as a single industry of excellence? Well, you can't get more grassroots than that. We are starting from, I, I, this is so amazing, so exciting to be involved in. And anyone listening, you know, if you're from Herkimer, or even if you're not from Herkimer and you just want to come and hear how another village is doing this, I encourage you to attend tomorrow night's event. Um, Dave, I think I, I sent you over a graphic there. It's launch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Launchherkimer.com. Yeah, yeah. Right. So here's the information on the event. Um, you can find more information also on launchherkimer.com. And it's tomorrow night at 7, 7 p.m. Or even serving drinks. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, you come, you come on, out, folks. Make it a date night. <laughs> That's right. It's Hell a, of a deal. It's a Thursday evening out on the town. Diamond right. Dogs. <laughs> Thirsty Thursday is out for the Diamond Dogs. I'm going to Herkimer. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, we encourage everyone to go. And this has just been absolutely wonderful. So, Chris, can you tell us, is there anything I haven't asked you? Um, you haven't asked me about my ugly shirt. Uh, but I like your shirt. No, thanks. Are th those are glasses on that they, shirt. They are glasses. Oh, that's a, they're a man after my own heart because I am <laughs> blind <laughs> without no, my I, glasses. I think the only thing that you haven't asked about that I wanted to add is, and I'm, a, I'm I will say this four times tomorrow night at the minimum: um, your local government will not save your village. And it's not the responsibility to do so. And a consultant coming from the outside will not save your village and neither will a $10 million grant from the state. None of those things, even in conjunction with each other, are going to save your village. What's going to re rescue a village and revitalize a village is human beings who say, this is what we do here now. This is how we operate as a community. And this is how we are going to work together to transform uh, our communities. I'm a big proponent of, I grew up, this will a, date me and show how old I am, but I grew up <laughs> having to watch a television show called Little House on the Prairie. Oh, come on. That was great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love that, that show. As a, as a seven-year-old boy, I'm sure I would have loved it. Uh, but we on Little House on the Prairie, they used to do these things called barn raisings. It was a part of what we did in our country. And when you do a barn raising for your, and if for those are, for the younger audience who doesn't understand what that means, uh, a barn raising was when the community would come together and donate various things, whether it was their time, treasures, or talents, to raise a barn for someone in the community. Maybe a, a husband and wife who had just gotten married, and they were out on their own, they built their own house, and they needed a barn. And the community would come together, and they would spend several days building this barn for those people. And when they did that, they were investing into their neighbors. They were actually creating financial stability for their community because the barn is where you you put all of your valuables, right? Um, they were also developing relationships with their neighbors. So when your cow wandered onto your next door neighbor's pasture, you didn't just shoot it. You walked over and had a conversation with them about it. Uh, and on top of all of that stuff, they were actually working together to create a 
culture within their community that said, this is who we are. And so what we're looking for is taking this time and this becomes the new barn raising for Herkimer, where people can come together, they can contribute their time, treasures and talent, they can actually invest in their neighbors. And maybe rather than screaming at each other at a county council meeting or a chamber meeting, they can actually come together and have a civil conversation over a cup of coffee, and then change things civically, as opposed to beating each other up on Facebook. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> We've all seen too much of that. I, yeah. I know we have. So that, oh, thank you so much oh, for coming welcome. on today. And uh, we will be looking forward to hearing progress about this. Um, I'm going to be attending the meeting, as I mentioned earlier. So this anyone listening to this podcast now or in the future, they're going to be getting updates from us. And we'll us. be doing these regularly in mm-hmm. the next few months. So Good. Perfect. So I encourage everyone, come out, come out, come out, wherever you are. Um, (laughs) Please, please come help us raise Herkimer. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. And we'll put that uh, contact information up again. If you have any other questions, please contact us at the Herkimer County Chamber of Commerce at 315-866-7820. We'll see you tomorrow night.